Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, not Andrea K this evening as she's under the weather. Matt Lock here filling in for the amazing Andrea K here on ninety six point one FM AM eleven seventy. The answer. Out of San Diego, how are you doing tonight? Matt Locke of the Matt Locke Show. And boy, do I have a show for you. So today on my show, which you can find Monday through Friday at matlockshow.com, I asked a very simple question about the weekend. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with all of the Republican get-togethers. There's so many groups these days, and these groups do great work. Let's let's not get crazy You know, you've got Students for Trump and Turning Point and, you know, there's all kinds of different groups that do different things for different, I guess, entities of the Republican Party. But the Student Action Summit took place this weekend in Florida. And, you know, they had big speakers down there. Bon Gino was down there. Donald Trump Jr., who I got to meet last Friday here in the great state of Texas. But, you know, the big hubbub of the Student Action Summit was the adult film star. And so I asked my audience this morning, I got to be a little more PC because we're on Trustor Radio, not a podcast, but I asked my audience today, and I'm going to ask you today, and I want your answers at Real Matt Locke, L-O-C-K-E on Twitter. That's how you can find me. How is the Republican Party different than the adult film star? Now, I've got, I've got my opinions, and I'm going to be good. I swear it. I swear I'm not going to get, you know, the answer in trouble or any of that kind of stuff. But we're watching the Republican Party Go off the rails. And I do this every day, Monday through Friday. I have my own show. I I discuss this stuff. I do the research. I talk to the people, emails, text messages, and all of these things. So I would think I've got a pretty good barometer of what's happening in the Republican Party. I have to tell you, the Republican Party is broke. Mentally, spiritually, fiscally. It's like it's wandering around out in the woods. Like, remember when Hillary Clinton was caught walking in the woods? We've got all these factions. We've got all these different segments of the Republican Party that want to yell and scream at the other segments. I mean, we're our worst enemy. You know, we're supposed to be the big tent party. We're supposed to be the kind and loving party, right? We're supposed to reach out to our fellow man and woman. We're supposed to bring them in. And if you have conservative values, we should welcome you aboard, right? And and I said this morning, look, if you look at pornography, if you don't look at pornography, I'm not here to be the judge of what you view on the internet, But isn't the Republican Party the same thing as an adult film star? I mean, we're the ones getting, we're the ones that are giving the money to these politicians to turn around and get what from it. What are we getting from it? You know, here's the adult film star who makes her living doing what she does. 
She shows up at a conservative deal, which is, by the way, for children under 18. It's the Student Action Summit of the TPU, the Turning Point USA. But my only question to all of this is, if these good conservative Christians at the SAS this weekend were minding their own business or were the Christians they said they were, how did they know who Brandy Love was? Who found out? I mean, that's really the question I have to have. But I want to get I want to get your opinion. And I'm being kind of facetious today, being kind of uh, uh, funny, trying to be cute, I guess. But is the Republican Party any different than an adult film actress? I mean, we're watching the Republican Party do things that I don't even recognize. And where are the Republicans fighting here? Where where are the representatives that we're sending to Washington, D.C. on our behalf? Where are they? What are they doing? I see them all the time on social media. I see them all the time talking to their followers and building up, you know, their followings and all of that stuff. I mean, they're everywhere and I could name names, but I'm not going to. There are a lot of grifters in the Republican Party. I know several of them. These consultants and people that make a lot of money to continue to funnel money to certain people, but not other people. And then we run into the situation where... I have these conversations with with people, and you know I'm down here in Texas, Fort Worth, as a matter of fact, born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So I'm a Hoosier by birth. Moved down to Fort Worth, Texas, three years ago to be on radio, and and you know I'm down here in a state where we're watching Greg Abbott fuddle around with what's going on, the border, security, immigration, all that stuff, always last to the table, very slow, um, very inept, does the right things, but it takes a while. And we've got three contenders. We've got Alan West, we've got Don Huffines, and we've got Chad Prather. And it kind of, this story kind of revolves around you guys out there in San Diego, because I'm talking to a friend this weekend and And they say to me, well, Chad can't be the governor because he's a comedian. Oh, okay. Does that completely disbar anybody because they tell a joke and they've got a funny personality? Or is it the radio side of Chad Prather, who obviously has a national radio show? He's a good friend of mine. He's got some common sense. And by the way, he's highly educated, which people don't know, right? So you've got that and you've got Larry Elder, Salem's very own. Larry Elder, you know, who's out there in California, who is wanting to run against Gavin Newsom. And I said to my friend, I said, what's the difference? Larry's a great guy. Larry's a very intelligent guy, Uh, does a great radio show for the Salem Radio Network, is a very nice man. I've met him twice. Chad Prather's a very nice man. Why can't we get in behind people like that? Well, they don't have enough experience. What kind of experience? What kind of experience is enough? What 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 kind of people do you need to be? What boxes do you need to check? And I want to go back to the adult film actress. She's a conservative, supposedly. I went and checked out her social media page. Get your mind out of the gutters. And I mean, she's posting conservative messages. So should her job? 
put her in a a box for you? If you're a comedian, if you're a radio show host, does that make you ineligible to do anything in the government? Do you need to be a lawyer? Do you have to have those kind of credentials? We see where the lawyers have gotten us, right? Almost $30 trillion in debt. Stock market took a big old stinker today to the tune of about 720 or 30 points. Inflation's taken over. Everything's costing more. Gas is up. Food's up. Energy's up. Oh, the inflation's not here forever, Joe Biden says as he goes and takes his put and pop and goes back to sleep and hits the early bird, you know, buffet at uh, Denny's before he, he hits the hay at 5 p.m. I mean, we're, we're just in a moment now where I'm really wondering what is happening to the Republican Party. Are we conservative? Are we not conservative? Do we pick and choose where we want to be conservative? And do we, as a party, want to be the party that runs off certain people? You know, because I'm all for it. I said this this morning on my show. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I mean, I'm not going to beat you over the head with it. I don't think that's my role to do so. And you can believe in whatever faith you believe in or no faith at all. So are we supposed to kick atheists? Out of the Republican Party? Can you be? There's another great question. Can you be an atheist and be be a Republican? See, there's so many questions. And I feel like, as I consider myself a libertarian by nature, less government is better. I really don't care what you do in your private life. I'm not, I don't care who you lay down with in your bedroom or where you go or what you do. It's a free country. You have the right to live your life as you see fit, as long as it's within the confines of the structure of government law, right? If you're not bothering me, that's fine. And that's the way it goes. I hate abortion. I believe life happens at conception. But the law states that abortion is not illegal. I cannot stop a young woman or, or, or a mid-aged woman or whatever age a woman is from going in to get an abortion. I don't like it, but I don't get to tell you how the laws work because I, we live in a civilized society. I wish they would get rid of abortion, but, you know, on the adult film star, should we kick her out of the Republican Party? I mean, that's a very simple question, I believe. And I believe it to be in a very a very astute question as we are watching, you know, we've got bigger fish that we should be frying, right? You know, we got Democrats destroying America. We've got Democrats in cahoots with China. We've got critical race theory in our schools. We've got Antifa and BLM tearing up major cities. We've got defund the police and the Democrat left in the squad. You've got all of these things happening. The worst of our problems is who shows up to a conservative meeting over the weekend in Florida. But this is politics that we deal with today. It's unbelievable. I would like your opinion, though. Please find me at Real Matlock on Twitter, L-O-C-K-E. Um, coming up, here's what we're going to talk about as the show unfolds today. Um, Bernie Sanders is calling all of us Republicans conspiracy theorists. Maybe I am. The Democrats' infrastructure bill? Well, it's not $3.5 trillion. And military-grade spyware on your phones. We're going to get to that much more. And my name is Matt Locke, filling in for the amazing Andrea Kay. You're listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. 
sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Well, welcome back. Matlock here at the helm. Andrea's under the weather. Hopefully she'll be back tomorrow. She's got a little, little cold. It happens. She's a healthy young lady. She should be okay. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Let, let's talk about the Democrat Party. Because when I left you, you know, Bernie Sanders, oh, Bernie Sanders, well, he believes the Republican Party are all a bunch of conspiracy theorists. And we're all anti-science vaccine rejectionists. You know, it, it's amazing as we walk down this path. Democrats are the most hypocritical people on the planet because you have to believe the science. I mean, they tell you that you have to believe it, but we don't believe the science in men and women. Oh, well, Matlock, gender and sex are two different things. No, they're not. We literally have people who believe men are women telling us that we should go get this vaccine that's an experiment that we don't know what it'll do. This is the world we live in. And is it really a conspiracy if it's found to be true? Now, I've got three strikes on YouTube. It's a badge of honor that I wear around because I tell the truth on my show. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to give you the facts as I know them. And they're hard to find these days, by the way. You have to look very hard and for quite some time and make sure you've got good sources that, you know, are good to you. But, you know, it's really not a conspiracy theory if it's proven to be true. So Bernie Sanders declared on Monday that the Republican Party, Party cannot be allowed to prevail reducing it to a gang of conspiracy theorists who seek to suppress votes and engage in our anti-science vaccine rejection. Cody says, here's what the modern Republican Party is all about. Cult-like devotion to Trump, big lies and conspiracy theories, vote suppression, climate denial, and anti-science vaccination rejection, the Democrat socialist said. For the sake of our kids and future generations, they cannot be allowed to prevail. Now, I'm seeing on social media, and you can follow me at Real Matlock over on Twitter. would love to see your comments. I saw on social media a gentleman put up a tweet, and I, and I use the term gentleman loosely, about unvaccinated people. We should no longer be allowed to have a life unvaccinated people should be put on house arrest until they either get vaccinated or the COVID virus ends. Does that sound familiar to you? A certain group of people are uh, put into train cars and toted off to ovens. I mean, we should be put on house arrest. We shouldn't be allowed to live our lives unless we do what they tell us to do. I mean, that's your Democrat Party today. The left believes that. They just don't say it out loud. They say it in the quiet recesses of the Capitol in in where they feel safe and they think they can get away with it. But that is exactly how the Democratic Party looks at us. 
And I talked about it in the first segment. You've got a Republican Party who is missing in action. Where are the representatives of liberty and freedom and self-responsibility? Because I went on to Twitter today and I said, wait a minute, let, let, let me get this straight. Because I saw another tweet that said, well, people who don't get vaccinated shouldn't be able to use their health care. Well, I pay for that health care. It's a product that I give my hard-earned money to, to cover me if I get sick. I thought, and I went on to Twitter tonight and I said, well, I thought health care was a human right, according to the left. I mean, that's what they tell you, right? Well, it's so ridiculous that we don't have health care for everyone. But you don't get health care. You don't get health care if you don't listen to what I tell you. These are the people we are fighting. This is the cause we are fighting against every single day. These are the Looney Tunes that we're running into every single day who want to cut you off from the world. All the while, they're getting a vaccine that doesn't work. I mean, we're seeing it now where the people who are vaccinated, well, they're getting the coronavirus after being vaccinated. How is that possible? Now, I know, I know, I had some folks this morning, some listeners say, Matlock, you can still get the flu if you get the flu shot. I get it. But we're seeing in the VAERS, the VAERS system, the virus reporting system, we have seen, and I think it was over the weekend, I believe, there were more deaths from getting the coronavirus vaccine than there was from the virus itself. Now, these are facts, right? These are the things that will get you kicked off of YouTube because you can't tell people the facts. You can go look it up. You can go look at the VAERS.com. You can look at the coronavirus deaths. You can compare them, and you can find out as well that more people died from getting the vaccine than the actual people who had the virus. So here we are. We're living in this la-la land. We're living in this reverse universe where the Democrat Party has the mainstream media to back up every ridiculous false claim they make. And they're still on YouTube, and they're still on all the social medias, and they're still on Twitter and Facebook. They get to continue to espouse this garbage, but by goodness, you had better not tell the truth. You know, this anti-science vaccine rejection. Well, it, it it's it's experimental. I said this on my show today. Have you ever seen a commercial to get the vaccine on TV? You know, like uh, Embryl. Or all of these drugs you can take for high blood pressure and cholesterol and diabetes and whatever it may be, right? They'll do the commercial. It's all la la. They're they're riding along on a spring day on the bike. They got the basket on the little bell. Ring, ring as they're riding on through. And, oh, Embryo allowed me to get back to my life. And I love it so much. And it's fantastic and amazing. And then the last 10 seconds of the commercial. Well, it could cause runny stool, bloody nose, your head to fall off, three eyes, you know, whatever it may be of the side effects, because when you advertise pharmaceuticals on television, you have to list every side effect. They're not going to do that with the Johnson and Johnson, the AstraZeneca, you know, the Pfizer vaccine. They can't do that because quite frankly, we don't know what all the side effects are. 
And you've got doctors out there preaching and saying and all that. And you've got the Democrat Party saying, well, the, the Republican Party, they're just off their rocker. You know, they're just crazy. They don't know what's going on. They're rejecting science. They're not listening to their betters. All of this stuff is happening, and we just don't know how we can change their mind. So we're just going to use outright blunt force to do it. If you don't listen to what we tell you, you're you're just going to be left out in the cold. Sounds like something a dictator would do, right? I mean, that's what the left cried about for four years with Donald Trump. He was a dictator. He was going to shut everything down. Oh, my goodness. Life as I knew it was going to end. It was going to be over. It was going to be terrible. All this stuff. And you had more freedoms, less taxes, less regulation, more money in your pocket. And you paid less at the gas pump and less for groceries under a Trump presidency. But by goodness, old Puddin' Pop Joe doesn't have mean tweets. Aren't you so glad of that? The Democrat Party are bullies. They're a bunch of bullies. You know what else they are? They're liars. And on the other side, here's what we're going to discuss. Because the Democrat Party has an infrastructure bill. Human infrastructure bill. You have to ask yourself, what in the world's human infrastructure for one? But, as, as all Democrats normally do, the numbers they first came out with, the $3.5 trillion for infrastructure? Well, guess what? On the other side, we're going to discuss this. $5.4 trillion. My name is Matt Locke, filling in for Andrea K. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Well, it's actually Matt Locke, but filling in for Andrea Kay. Welcome back to the program, The Answer San Diego. Democrats, we were talking about this in the last segment. Democrats, you know, they tell you a lot of things. They'll, they'll tell you things to get elected. They'll make stuff up. They never really tell you what they actually want to do. And, you know, we all get called conspiracy theorists, as Bernie Sanders called us. We're all, you know, they're not conspiracy theories if they end up true. But, you know, Democrats do very well at hiding their true intentions. They also do real well at naming these agencies, bills, committees, stuff like that. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. That's almost laughable, kids. I mean, the debt's almost $30 trillion. We are bankrupting this country. I tell this story all the time on my program, The Matt Locke Show. You know, we are the bank, taxpayers, right? Hardworking men and women, Americans out there. You know, we just want to raise our kids, maybe go on vacation a week or two a year, enjoy our lives, pay our taxes and leave us alone, right? I mean, that's just what we want to do. But the federal government spends like a drunken sailor on shore leave. And it's like, oh, well, we need this program. We need this program. We need this program. And the reason they do that is because it's not there money. It's ours. The government doesn't produce anything. The Committee for Responsible Federal Budget? Well, that would be a balanced budget, right? That would be you only spend what you bring in in taxes. 
Forget about it. The infrastructure bill would cost $5.4 trillion, which is much more expensive than initially projected. I am shocked. I don't know about you, but I am shocked that a Democrat bill would cost more than they said it would. Chuck Schumer plans to move forward with the partisan infrastructure bill that they claim would cost about $3.5 trillion. However, the proposal could cost far more than these projections. Instead, the bill would cost $5.4 trillion. And that Democrat lawmakers intend to use arbitrary policy sunsets or budget gimmicks to hide the true cost. Doesn't that just make you all warm and fuzzy when you start reading an article that says budget gimmicks? Now, if you walked into a bank and you said to your banker, um, excuse me, sir, excuse me, excuse me, um, made $100,000 last year, but I spent 500000 I need you to give me 400000 today. The banker would laugh you out of the bank, um, sir, um, you spent five times more than you make. Well, yeah, but that's no big deal. I had to spend it. I mean, Susie needed braces and, and my wife needed a new car and the dog got ran over and he needed a new hip and I had to spend all the, it was for the greater good. They would laugh you out of the bank. It wouldn't even be, the, the bank would be like, yeah, I cannot loan you a half a million dollars. You're $400,000 in debt. What are you going to be next year? You know, that's what normal people think, right? But the government comes to you and I and says, hey, 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 you know, we had to spend $5 trillion on infrastructure, on human infrastructure. It was for the greater good. We had to do it. Now that we've already spent it, we've got to come to you and get the money. We don't get to do what the bank does. We don't get to look at our politicians and say, no, what are you, crazy? You know, you're spending more money than you even bring in. You got to go on a budget. Nah, we can't do that. So what happens? They raise your taxes. And instead of stuff costing $3.5 trillion, it costs $5.4. And they say things like budget gimmicks, which is kind of cutesy, but it stinks. The committee detailed some of the Democrat infrastructure bill's more expensive provisions, which notably... Does not, does not amount to physical infrastructure. Here's what they include. Let me go through a few of what a few of the things of what you and I, the hard-earned taxpayer, are paying for. 1.1 trillion in expanded child tax credits, 330 billion in clean energy and vehicle tax incentives, 100 billion in climate smart agriculture, wildfire prevention and forestry. $285 billion in funding for community colleges, historically black colleges and universities and Pell Grants, because we're going to pay for people to go to school, $250 billion for child care, $225 billion for paid family and medical leave, $165 billion for universal pre-K, $190 billion for affordable housing programs, $400 billion for expansions of home and community-based health care services, unless you're a Republican and then you don't get health care services because you don't want to get vaccinated. $370 billion in new dental, vision, and hearing benefits in Medicare. That's welfare, by the way. Some people, that's the crazy thing, too. I know a lot of people that work very hard for a living who don't have maybe vision or dental insurance or hearing. But boy, they're going to take your money and give it to recipients who can't pay for it through Medicare. 
Sounds pretty fair, doesn't it? I mean, that sounds like something your government would do. The heck with you. I mean, you're just out there working. Just keep paying your taxes and be quiet. But we're going to provide these things to people who can't afford it. $300 billion to close the Medicaid coverage gap in non-affordable care, which is the ACA, which is the Affordable Care Act, which was never the Affordable Care Act, in Medicaid expansion states, $165 billion extension of ACA benefits from the Democrats' coronavirus relief bill, the American Rescue Plan, $120 billion to lower prescription drugs, and to add it all off, to finish all of it off, $120 billion to cap to change the cap on state and local taxes deduction which primarily helps democrat states see it's state welfare i've talked about the salt the state and local tax see president trump came in and said wait a minute wait a minute you've got new york and california out there where you're at who are hammering you with state taxes I'm not for sure of what the state tax is in California. Tater sticks. Do you know what the state tax out there is in California? Nine, 10% right now? Do you know, my man? Yeah, it's got it's to be floating around 10%. I don't know what it is offhand, but it's pretty high. Yeah, so they rape and pillage you. They take your money, and then you can turn around, and what the, the, the salt is, the state and local tax, is you can then write that pillage off on your federal income tax. So now you're just pillaging the federal government, which in the end, you're not really pillaging the federal government because the federal government doesn't make anything. You're pillaging people like me in Texas, people in Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, you know, the states, Tennessee, where, you know, they say, hey, I don't pay a state income tax in Texas. It's fantastic. But in California, they just, I mean, they literally bombard you. New York, and now they're going to put $120 billion back in there to cap the state and local tax. All the while, none of these states ever, and I mean ever, change any tax policy in your states. They just continue to take more and more and more. Unbelievable. So Mark Goldwyn, the senior vice president of of policy for the committee, said Monday that Democrats plan to hide the cost of the Democrat infrastructure bill by having some programs and tax breaks expire. So on top of all of the spending, they're going to make you pay for taxes. But, you know, old Joe Puddenpop told you taxes weren't going to be raised. So which is it? You can't continue. See, that's the thing about a budget. You can't continue to spend all this money with no money coming in to pay for it. That's why we have inflation. That's why our economy is tanking. That's why gas prices are through the roof. That's why your food costs are going up. Your heating costs are going up. Your insurance is going up. Your property taxes are going up because the value of your home's going up. All of these are hidden taxes. And don't you love it when Democrats plan to hide <laughs> hide these costs? So they're not telling you. You know, I remember back, I'm old enough to remember, I believe. I cannot remember the representative's name, but the penny plan, where we just cut one penny out of all the budgets in government. Just one. Just one penny off of every dollar. 1%. 
we cut, we would balance our national budget in about 16 years. But they won't do it. They're not going to cut spending. They need to keep spending. Why? Because that's how they get votes. That's how the Democratic Party continues to be in power. They need to continue to launder your money through all of their Democrat players to pay off the, what Rush Limbaugh used to say, the permanent underclass, the voting class that's going to be there for the Democrat Party. It took a big blow this last week. Over the last week in the weekend, DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, finally was found to be unconstitutional in a federal court. Now, it's funny because DAPO had already, the Deferred Action for Parents, had already been found to be unconstitutional. But DACA, boy, that was like the holy shrine. That was the golden calf. You didn't touch that. But now we're starting to find that, which, guess what? The Biden administration is going to start suing whatever state or appeals court that is, because you can't stop the permanent underclass from coming in. The Democrat Party needs that vote. They need those folks. And I saw an article the other day, blows my mind, but it makes sense. I mean, they keep telling us, and by they, I mean the government, Homeland Security, ICE, whoever's running that thing these days, they keep saying, oh, there's about 11 million illegal aliens in America. And they've been saying it for like the last... 25, 30 years, but we're watching record numbers of illegal aliens flowing across the southern border. But if you're Cuban, don't come by sea, as Mariaka said last week. But my whole point is, I just saw an article this weekend. It's not 11 million anymore. Now the number's 35 million. Start thinking about that for a second. If these illegal aliens flowing across the southern border were Republican voters, the wall would have been built last week. That's why you've got the Homeland Security Secretary, uh, Mr. Mariakis, who's actually Cuban, who came here when he was one, defected with his parents, told the Cubans in Cuba, nah, your fight, don't come to Florida, don't get on the boats, don't do anything. We don't want conservatives or Republican Cubans coming to America to vote against what we want to do. All right, guys, we got one more segment here. You want to be part of the conversation today at Real Matlock on Twitter is where I'm at. Filling in for Andrea K. Military grade spyware found on journalists and activists phone. Wait till you hear what it does and the ramifications of it. Don't go anywhere. Matlock filling in for Andrea K. 96.1 FM AM 1170. The answer San Diego. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. All right, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. I got to turn my mic on. That always helps when you unmute the mic. Matt Lock here filling in for Andrea. Hopefully, she'll be back tomorrow. I got a little sniffle, but I think she'll be all right. She called me and said, Matt Lock, come to my aid. I said, all right. I really like her. She's a fantastic lady. Met her several times, and you guys are lucky out there in San Diego to have her. But uh, let's finish this fantastic hour of conservative talk. Military-grade spyware found on journalists and activist phones says a report that came out of the Washington Compost. 
So military-grade spyware licensed by an Israeli firm was used in attempts to hack into smartphones belonging to journalists and activists. Doesn't that just make you feel so safe? I mean, don't you just love your smartphone? I do a lot of stuff on my smartphone. I admit it. I see the screen time that my smartphone keeps, and I think, goodness, I should get off my phone. But I do everything on my phone. I mean, it's just convenient. I'm sitting out. I'm having a bourbon. I'm smoking my cigar. I'm I'm flipping through social media, and that's the necessary evil of this gig. Everybody's on social media. You know, you're always posting, trying to find people, grow your audience. That's, you know, that's the way of life. You want to get your message out there. So I spend a lot of time on my phone. Now, the Post reported on Sunday that the spyware licensed from the Israeli firm NSO Group to governments for tracking terrorists and criminals. Huh. Wait, wait, wait a sec. Let, let's talk about this because the investigation dubbed the Pegasus Project looked into this from this spyware from Israel that is used for tracking terrorists and criminals. How did it end up tracking us? Doesn't that make you feel safe? I mean, doesn't that, it was so weird. So my birthday is Wednesday. And, you know, I was sitting on the back patio the other day with my wife and the neighbor. We're out there just chit-chatting. And she says to me, hey, your birthday's coming up next week. I said, yeah, don't rub it in. I mean, I'm getting older. I'm 47. I, I feel... I feel like I'm 21, but I'm 47. It's weird. I remember when my parents were 47 and I thought they were old. Now I'm like, 47's not so old. But I'm sitting back there and the neighbor says, hey, happy birthday. Your birthday's coming up next week. And I'll be doggone. It's so crazy scary. I have a Galaxy a Galaxy S20 Note phone. I mean, I do everything on this phone. It's like my personal computer. I got a little stylus, whole deal. It's a, it's a fantastic phone. Not an ad for Samsung or anything. The phone's just amazing. So as I'm sitting there and my neighbor just said that to me, I get a notification. Hey, we see your birthday's coming up. What? <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of technology that scares me to death. And now the phones. See, this is the thing. If you go through this article, and it says that the forensic analysis of the phone conducted by Amnesty Security Lab revealed that many of them had a tight correlation between timestamps and associated with the numbers on the list and the initial, initial initiation of surveillance of these phones that were hacked, in some cases as brief as a few seconds. So it was just jumping phone, 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 and they were listening. That's the thing. They were listening, tracking identities, you know, listening in on the microphones, listening because, you know, all you got to do is talk to your phone. Hey, Siri, see, I just shot. I probably just set off about, I don't know, a thousand iPhones because that's all you have to say. Or, hey, Alexi, you know, everybody's got that doggone thing. These devices are always listening. And they're finding out, they're collecting data, they're recording, they're hacking into your phones. That they're supposed to be hacking into criminals and terrorists. Doesn't that scare you? Doesn't that just make you want to go back to the old phone? I mean, I can, I'm can. i so old, I can remember the rotary phone. And we had a party line. So it was crazy. Back as a kid, we had a party line. And a lot of you probably don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But I lived in the country and we had two different neighbors on the actual house phone. So you would pick up the phone off the handle and put it to your ear and Maxine next door would be talking to the neighbor. 
She'd be like, hey, I'm on the phone. Sorry. And then when your phone rang, it'd be ring or ring, ring or ring, ring, ring. We were the third ring. But people just don't understand that. Now that we're so overwhelmed by all of this, we're so we're, we're so caught up in the technology that I think it's made people, it's made, it's made life easier. Let's put it that way. But it's also made me more dependent upon that device. I mean, I would actually have to sit down in my studio in front of my desktops running all my equipment that I'm currently on here in Texas coming to you in San Diego. I would have to actually sit down and go through these computers to do my job instead of being anywhere I want to be on that phone. But we are living in some scary times where your phone and everything else is, it's just, it is listening to you. That scares me. You know what the other thing scares me? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, there she is. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez spent $1.4 million on her merchandise that she's going to sell her apparel. Now I sell merchandise, of course, over at matlockshow.com. But here, uh, here we have a broke bartender, admittedly, from her, telling you that she had no money. Well, should they make one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year? She's been in office for two or three years. That's about what five hundred thousand dollars. Where did the one point four million dollars come from? I mean, I'd like to have one point four million dollars to, you know, to prop up my merch sales. I mean, that would be nice. And the funny thing about it all is she's practicing capitalism. You know, don't tell her. Don't tell her she's practicing capitalism. She doesn't understand that, you know, she's putting some money into here so she can make profit there. It's never, ever a bad thing. When the left does it. All right, guys, I'm running up against the clock. Do me a great big favor. If you would, please go check out the Matlock Show, thematlockshow.com. Go find me on all of my social medias. I'm at Real Matlock, L-O-C-K-E. I love filling in for Andrea. I love all you guys out there in San Diego. You're such a great, informed, and wonderful audience. I'm hoping that, you know, Andrea K is back tomorrow uh, after her head cold but uh we will find out and see i I appreciate all of you uh potato sticks thank you so much hey san diego i enjoyed it stay classy matlock adria k show out